Welcome to Embedded Insiders. Thanks for being with us. I'm Laura Dolan, Technology Editor for Embedded Computing Design. I'm here with my colleagues Rich Nass, Executive Vice President for Open Systems Media, Brandon Lewis, Editor-in-Chief for Embedded Computing Design, and Alex Paul, our Senior Tech Editor and European Consultant. How's it going, fellas? Doing well. Doing very well. How are you, Laura? I'm doing great on this fine Wednesday morning. Yeah. Well, I think the three of us are noon for me back home after uh, Embedded World, which was last week. Uh, we had hundreds of meetings and saw a lot of exciting stuff. It was a great event. It really was. I mean, just the energy of all the people was palpable. I love being at things like that. It always reminds me that uh, people make a marketplace, not things, you know. The technology's there. We're going to see it. But some of these people I'm only going to see once a year. So I, t- I go out of my way to make sure, you know, I see the people, colleagues, and friends because it's uh, people make a marketplace. But the highlight of this event was the Embedded Computing Design Best in Show Awards. Here, here. Definitely was. Um, we had a, a, a Best in Show Awards uh sponsored by Embedded Computing Design this year for everybody who wasn't aware. Um, you can check out some of those winners who were at uh, at the show at bestinshow.embedded-computing.com. But today we wanted to run through uh, some of the most uh, innovative products that were entered into the Best in Show Awards and uh, some of the winners that we selected as an editorial group here at Embedded Computing Design. Um, and I think we're just going to have Laura kick us off and go through some of the categories. Is that right, Laura? Thank you, Brandon. Uh, let's start out with the AI machine learning category. Who are some of the winners that we can expect to see? Sure. So um, in AI and machine learning, uh, we had several entrances here. Um, as everybody can probably expect, that's the hot new category in the embedded and IoT space. And one of the first winners here was uh, from Atina Corporation with their AX710. Um, it's a full-featured carrier board, but most importantly, it's an embedded carrier for the NVIDIA uh, AGX Xavier module, which was released late, late last year. So if you're looking to really ramp up that AI and machine learning performance in an embedded context, the Atina Corporation AX710 is a good carrier to get you started. And then there was the Intel Neural Compute Stick 2, which is also used for AI, obviously. Uh, on a really small form factor, you plug this thing into your computer and you're, and you're up and running doing a prototype of, of an AI platform pretty quickly. It was pretty impressive. Yep. After that, we had the Xilinx AI platform, which um, also had very similar characteristics. Um, you could do some advanced AI stuff pretty quickly right out of the chute. Very cool. Let's move on to computer board systems and components. Sure thing. Um, first up in that category was uh, VersaLogic with their Swordtail um, SBC. Now, what separates the uh, this SBC from a lot of other ones on the market um, is that, A, it's industrial grade, it comes with a full 10-year life cycle support, and on top of that, it already has integrated Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, so if you're trying to create um, an industrial connected system, um, those are already available uh, on the board, along with the standard I.O. you'd expect. Another one in that category is the MSC SM2S IMX8 Smart Module. Uh, it's a Smart 2.0 module that was developed between MSC and Avnet integrated. And the big uh, highlight here is that it's really bringing out the new item, IDOT MX8 uh, performance uh, into the embedded space. It enables uh, virtualization, asymmetric multiprocessing for some of those higher, uh, higher class industrial applications. So you can check that one out at Avnet integrated. 
And finally, rounding out the computer board systems and components category was Diamond Systems, another carrier here for the NVIDIA, NVIDIA uh, Xavier. Um, so just another way that you can take advantage of some of the performance for AI and machine learning workloads in an embedded carrier, PCIe 104 form factor as well. You're on a roll there, Brandon. <laughs> Great. Next, we have the development tools and operating systems. Go ahead, Brandon. Keep going. You got this, Brandon. <laughs> so, in the, uh, gosh, you guys are just bleeding me dry now. Um, in the development tools and operating systems category, uh, we the first winner here was the ANSYS solution for autonomous vehicles. And one of the cool uh, elements of this is that it's a complete end-to-end -end development suite. So everything from simulation to your code testing, all that stuff is included in the ANSYS solution uh, for autonomous vehicle development suite. Uh, if you want to check out more about that, if you're developing a driverless car scenario, uh, check out ansys.com. They had After that running that, booth um, at, at Embedded World, and uh, and I took a test drive of that, and uh, it was it was great. It was it was easy to get up and running right from the beginning. Um, it was definitely worthy of a Best in Show award. Next up in the same category is uh, the Persepio Device Firmware Monitor, and one of the cool things about the Persepio Device Firmware Monitor is that it solves the problem of being able to remediate bugs and vulnerabilities for devices that are already deployed in the field. So if you have firmware running on a connected system somewhere out there, Persepio uh, firmware monitor is actively checking uh, to make sure that there aren't any bugs or exploits that could um, take advantage of that system. It automatically alerts you back in a cloud-based dashboard so that you can uh, update that firmware and remediate as quickly as possible. And then rounding out the category, we had Wind River's Helix virtualization platform. And that's used to modernize a legacy system in spaces like aerospace, automotive, defense, industrial. Take your older platform and modernize it, bring it up to 2020 um, pretty quickly. Sounds great. Next up, we have microprocessors, microcontrollers, and intellectual property. Great, yeah. First one here is uh, from UltraSock. Uh, UltraSock uh, produces a lockstep monitor, which is the first winner in the uh, microprocessing category. Um, for those who are unaware, a lockstep monitor is something that you deploy into an automotive context just to make sure that all of the systems are running functionally safe as they should be and to provide a little bit of redundancy in case of any errors or faults. So UltraSock Lockstep Monitor, the first winner in the microprocessor category. Alex, do you? Yeah, Brandon. Um, actually, though, uh, one of the other winners is somebody who's a little closer to my heart because, of course, as you know, uh, I may be an embedded uh, editor, but at heart, I'm a power guy, and efficiency can come from both sides of the equation. In this case, uh, Cadence's Tensilica DNA processor IP is the first deep neural network accelerator IP that can actually give you the performance you want without burning up your chips. I mean, you think about it, um, normally when you run a neural network processor, you've got a lot, you need a really, really efficient architecture, and the uh, sparse compute engine in the Tensilica DNA 100 processor lets you get a lot of power without burning a lot of oil, as it were. So I like it for both reasons, high performance and high efficiency. I love your use of metaphors there, but uh, I, I will abstain as, as we round out the uh, MCU category. 
the <laughs> final winner was the STM32 MP1, which is basically an ST32 on steroids. Uh, they use um, an ARM Cortex-A7 core, also a Cortex-M4 core in that same piece of silicon. Um, and it just takes what these guys have done in the past and pushes it up, up to new boundaries for real-time power-constrained applications. Great. Thanks, Rich. Uh, next up, Alex, this is in your wheelhouse, uh, the power ICs and related components. Yeah, well, um, Laura, the well, no electronics without electricity, so I'll, I'll defend my core turf here. Um, <laughs> in the case, in, in, and in the case of this winter, uh, power integrations bridge switch, it addresses an area that a lot of people have issues with because uh, making – Two or three phase uh, bridgelet, uh, brushless DC motors, it, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And anything that can simplify the, the dial in and setup of a motor control app, you'll always be on an engineer's Christmas list. And um, this device, the Bridge Switch family, has uh, two um, high voltage Fred FETs and high and low side drivers in the package. So by consolidating all of these parts in a very clean package, it simplifies the bomb, it simplifies the board, increases efficiency, and it really makes it easier to implement a motor control uh, solution. So yeah, I'm glad that we uh, recognize this. I'll add to that one of the things I thought that was pretty cool about that. It may be used by somebody who's not your traditional electrical engineer as we get more into mechanics and motors and things. And as a thought they did a really good job of simplifying the design. Exactly. Excellent. Well put, Rich. Thanks. Well, and, and, and simplicity is key, right? You want to make the, the, the solution. The technology now allows you to really make highly integrated and highly functional solutions. Like the other thing we recognized, uh, Cypress's um, easy PD barrel connector replacement, a little bit of a, a mouthful, but it's a, um, a USB Type-C uh, port controller. So now, for example, if you've got a legacy barrel connector or a micro B, you can, you know, like, let's say I have a, a portable speaker and I have two plugs in it. I can migrate to a single power and signal port with this device without going through a lot of trouble. And um, frankly, to port some legacy designs to a new single port, you, you might not even have to change the package. You could probably find some kind of plug to stick in that you can fit your USB in. But the other side is dealing with the board issues and having a good uh, port controller would allow you to uh, easily migrate your device to the next generation of uh, power and signal connection. What do you think of that, gents? <laughs> I, I think they should have come up with an easier name. <laughs> yeah, this is also true. Well, it, it make, the name makes you think that it's a hardware piece, but it's actual I mean, hardware as in connector side piece, but it's actually uh, part of the controller electronics that make the port work. Speaking of difficult names, Alex, take a stab at this next one. Oh, the uh, bi-directional synchronous buck boost controller for industrial battery powered applications from Renaissance Electronics. Um, don't forget, gents, I do this power stuff all the time. So I'm between wide band gap semiconductors and quasi-resonant uh, IGBT drivers. I'm, you, there's a lot of syllables in power electronics, I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> in this case, um, these, this, the, the Renaissance devices that we recognized, um, they're a new family of uh, bidirectional four-switch uh, buck-boost controllers. And so, you know, 
they, they, they can generate uh, point of load and volt rail conversions at efficiencies of up to 99%. I mean, within um, the device conversion, I mean, obviously not end-to-end within the system, but every subsystem's efficiency impacts the overall efficiency. So if you can get this part of the system to function at 99, that allows the rest of the system to get that much closer to their optimum performance level. So, yeah, I, I like these uh, highly integrated, um, very powerful uh, devices, these controllers that we're seeing coming out all over the place. And so I'm really glad that we're recognizing these uh, devices and letting the audience know what kind of new tools are in their box. Great. Thank you, Alex. Um, moving on to the next category, probably one of the most important components of embedded computing is security. Um, let's talk about a couple of the companies that were highlighted in this category. Sure, I'll take these. Um, in the security uh, realm this year, we had two winners, both of which are related to IoT and connectivity. The first one is Wolf SSL, and if anybody um, has been building a connected device that needs uh, TLS-type encryption, you're very familiar with Wolf SSL. Uh, this year, the reason that they won, however, is that with TLS 1.3 coming out, they bring that uh, capability into an embedded uh, footprint. So TLS 1.3 is really advantageous for designers of connected systems, um, especially resource-constrained embedded ones, um, because it cuts down the latency significantly over TLS 1.2. So where TLS 1.2 you would have to make multiple trips back between the client and the server in order to get authenticated. Um, in TLS 1.3, actually an entire round trip is cut off, so you get uh, secure connections much faster. So Wolf SSL um, and their TLS 1.3 stack is uh, best in show award winner at Embedded World 2019. The other winner in the category is Insight Secure um, and Insight Secure's flexible secure provisioning uh, solution. This is one of the really leading edge um, offerings in the security space. It's actually been out for a while, but it's integrated into Intel's um, secure provisioning solutions. So what this means is that you're able to take a device <clears throat> uh, from manufacturing through deployment, track it all the way through, and make sure that it's, uh, it, it's in, it retains its integrity um, all the way throughout the supply chain. So Inside Secure's uh, secure provisioning solution another Embedded World Best in Show award winner. Great. Our next section of winners went to storage, something I'm sure we could all use a little bit more of. Absolutely. And the first winner is uh, Western Digital. Uh, this one's a mouthful. This is their INAND ATEU 312EFD. Um, basically, it's automotive-grade 3D, 3D NAND memory. Um, which, which is pretty significant, definitely needed for that space. And also in uh, the storage category um, was Toshiba Memories uh, BG4 NVMe SSD series. Uh, this SSD is, uh, supports up to a terabyte of client-class memory and, most importantly, has random read-write uh, IOPS of 360,000, which is obviously very critical for some of the industrial-grade solutions coming to the market. Obviously. Well, and, and don't forget, Brandon, this, you know, it incorporates the flash and the controller in the same package. Again, you know, back to my earlier point, all of this convergence, bringing down form factor sizes, integrating functionality, you know, nothing but net. Yeah, definitely. So bigger is not better. Is that what you're saying, Alex? Well, bigger metaphysically, more memory, uh, smaller physically. 
So size doesn't matter. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Last but not least, we have wired and wireless connectivity, including IoT and IIoT. Very good. Uh, another big category for us this year, and uh, it was really difficult given all of the submissions that we have. But there are a couple of ones that stood out from the pack. Um, the first one is SNPs Satellite. And what SNPs Satellite is, is probably a company that a lot of you aren't familiar with, but it's a voice streaming network that allows uh, voice streaming to be run on microcontroller class devices um, in a certain area. So you could imagine that uh, SNPs Satellite Network could be deployed in a home or maybe in a small office or uh, even a smaller um, industrial uh, setting. So you're sort of seeing this this enabling technology come to the market that allows us to deploy uh, deploy voice streaming, voice rec, voice activation everywhere, and just in general make your life easier. Very good. Next one is uh, Digi's latest X, XB module, um, and this one has Sailor LTE M and NBIoT on the same module, which I thought was pretty innovative. Our, our last winner was from Nordic Semiconductor, their NRF9160, which uh, has similar qualities in, in that it has NBIoT um, on, on the chip um, as, as well as LTEM. Um, pretty interesting. So that wraps it up, guys and girls. That's awesome. Mm, congratulations, very cool. Congratulations to all the winners. Um, thank you all for participating. Um, I just want to remind our listeners that uh, we have the Embedded Technologies Expo and Conference coming up um, the week of June 25th through the 27th. Um, that's going to be in San Jose, California at the McEnery Convention Center. Richard, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure, I'd be happy to. I didn't know we were doing public service announcements here. That's great. Um, <laughs> that is a three-day event that is co-located with Sensors Expo at the San Jose Convention Center at the end of June. The first day is workshops. Um, where we teach people everything from how to code to how to use their low-power WAN. Um, and then days two and three are more typical conference sessions where you'll be hearing from people for in sort of rifle shot fashion, 25 minutes at a time, every aspect of designing an embedded and or industrial system um, from AI and machine learning to security and everything in between. Thank you so much. And early bird registration is available now. Just go to embeddedtechconf.com for details. That's embeddedtechconf, as in Frank, dot com. Awesome. As always, you can go we check out our website. We are embedded-computing.com. We also have a Facebook page. Just type in Embedded Computing Design in the search bar and give us a like. You can keep up on all the Embedded Industries' latest news. We are also on LinkedIn, listed under Embedded Computing, if you'd like to follow us there for some great networking opportunities. You can also request to join our private group under Embedded Computing Design to receive the most exclusive updates. We are on Twitter under at Embedded underscore comp, that's C-O-M-P, and Instagram under Embedded underscore Computing, if you'd like to check out our conference coverage. We're always posting images of some of the coolest gadgets to hit the market, and if you follow us, you can have one of the first sneak peeks. Hey, how do Very I join good. that private group? Can you let me in? Absolutely. 
Awesome. I'm the peace administrator, so <laughs> and just one last reminder one last reminder, everybody, if you want to find out more about best in show, uh, which is going to be coming to more uh, industry events beyond just embedded world, you can check out bestinshow.embeddedhypingcompeting.com. There you'll also find a little bit more detail about the winners from this year's embedded world conference data sheets and the like. Very good. Great, thank you. All right, so well, thanks, guys. Thank you to our listeners. Loved being here today, and thanks, everybody. Till next time, we are Embedded Insiders. Yeah.